for you to set forth your roar. It is time, it is time, it is time, it is time. You prophesy to your world. You prophesy to your situation. You prophesy to the dry bones. Don't sit there and look at them and say they're dead, they're gone. Believe God for the bones and the tendons and the flesh to come. And then when you see that, believe God for the living breath of God to be breathed into your situation. He said, speak breath to them. Speak breath. The, the very breath of God. Speak breath to them. So where do we get our shout? We only get it from the living word of God. It is alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. We are going to put on the full armor of God. That is the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. It is one of your pieces of armor. Beloved, I know this might seem really fundamental that we got to use the Word, but let me tell you, there's more to be done. When you see a situation, when you see a situation, you don't take what you see, you take the truth of the word and you implant it. You take that living seed of the word and you implant it into that situation and you water it and you renew your mind and you don't let the devil torment you. Cast down every evil imagination that would exalt itself against the word of God. And you take that active living word and you plant it and you watch the harvest come. You watch the harvest come. You watch the harvest come. The word says that what we ask, we will receive, but we must ask according to the word. According to the word. Scripture tells us somewhere, <laughs> I have all these written down. Maybe someone can look them up back there. But scripture tells us that the words of our mouth will speak life or they will speak death. Their scripture does not give us any in-between. At all points, let me say that again, at all points, you are speaking life or you are speaking death. There is no gray, there is no in-between. It is life and life producing, or it is death and death producing. But our Jesus, our Jesus, he stripped the devil of his ability to win in any situation where we are bold enough to employ the word. Now don't pretend that you're employing the word if you speak words out of your mouth that are opposite of the word. Don't, just don't even just don't even talk to me about it. I don't even want to hear it. You know, adults, 
they, you know, let their, their lips fly. They say to a kid from young on, oh, you do that, you're going to go break your arm. Do you want to be responsible for that seed produced in that child's life? The words you speak, you are responsible for in your life or other people's lives. So you want to speak life and life more abundantly because that's what the Lord promises to give us. If someone does you harm, see, we need to challenge our thinking. We need to challenge our thinking. I need to challenge my thinking every day. I need to say to myself, I want to own up to this. Where in my life have I been lazy on the word? I'm not saying this to condemn anyone. This is not a matter of condemnation. This is a matter of producing life in your lives. Okay? What we meditate on, what we think on, it says that the springs of life issue forth from our hearts. So what we're meditating on is what we're putting into our hearts. So we need to put what into our hearts? The Word. You know, if someone does you wrong, what's your first thought? Is your first thought, oh, I'll get you back. Oh, you're going to see yours. Oh, you're going to get yours coming. Well, that is not what my scripture tells me to do. It says to love my enemies. It tells me to pray for the ones that persecute me. That's in Matthew 5. And then what does it tell me I get as a result of that? It tells me I will be perfect as my Father is perfect. I want to be perfect as my Father is perfect and I know that's what you want. I know that's what you want. You want to be perfect as your Father is perfect. Well, guess what? He's given us a way to do that. It's like so very simple. We have this beautiful, precious word of God that is infallible, indestructible, never ending. We serve a faithful God. We serve a faithful God. We serve a covenant-keeping God. This is your covenant. This is your covenant. This is your covenant. It is signed, sealed, delivered by the blood of the holy, precious, spotless Lamb who lives in eternity forever, interceding for you, interceding for you, interceding for you. The precious, spotless, without sin, willing to be crucified for you. Willing to go to hell 
to suffer anguish that none of you will ever know. I will never know. What did he have to do when he was in hell and the devil was tormenting him? What did he have? He had the scripture that he knew. He was the word. He had to do the same thing when he walked this earth that we have to do. We must employ the word. And that does not mean you just read this work. It does not mean you just read it. You say, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. I pray that you give me wisdom and revelation to understand the mysteries that you have chosen to reveal to us. You see, he's not keeping anything secret because he already tore the veil. He has allowed us into the very holy of holies. We have access to the throne of God and it is only a guilty conscience, a condemning conscience which only comes from the devil that can convince anyone that they don't belong there. We belong there. We are no longer walking in a dispensation where the mysteries are not revealed to us. We have received the spirit of truth, the Holy Spirit, revelation, wisdom, and knowledge that the eyes of our understanding are open. We pray that. We pray that. I pray that the eyes of our understanding are open. That we understand the very love of God for us. It is the love of God that will change everything in your life. Understanding how much he loves you. Because perfect love casts out all fear. You do not have a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. Students, don't ever again, or at your work, don't ever again say, I can't get this. I don't understand this. Why? Because we as believers have the mind of Christ, the spirit of truth. He says in John 14 that he will remind us of everything that he has taught us. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am more than a conqueror through him. The very same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me. What more do you need? There's an answer to that question. It's nothing. It is absolutely nothing. You need nothing more. You serve a good, faithful, kind, gracious God who has given you all things for life and godliness. Say that. I, God has given me all things 
for life and godliness. He has given you a rich store, Isaiah 33, of wisdom and revelation and knowledge. You have a rich store. Hallelujah. You are richly, richly endowed. If you looked around, you would find no place, truly, you would find no place of shortage in your life. It says the righteous lack nothing. The righteous lack no good thing. Say, I lack no good thing. So can we give up our authority? Can we give up our power? We can. We can do what Adam and Eve did. How many in this room have learned from what Adam and Eve did? Wow, not a single hand went up. Okay, that is amazing. Y'all just were lying. You're lying. I know you've learned from what Adam and Eve did. They handed it over. But see, we don't have to because what Jesus did has won it all back. He won it all back for us. And now all we have to do is get on the shout, shout it out, as the lion, as a lion, as a lion roars. Woo! against the word. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. You know what the word says? It says the devil goes about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. It doesn't say he can devour you. That's not what that word says. It says he is seeking whom he may devour. May is a, is a word of permission. We would have to give him the authority to devour. But guess what? We're not going to do it. We're going to use the word. We're going to stand on the promises. We're going to get in the Word. We're going to abide in the Word. We're going to abide in Jesus. We're going to have a relationship with Jesus. You see, because my God's roar, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, is louder. It is louder than any roar I am ever going to hear from that old devil because he has already been defeated in my behalf. And I don't want to hear it. I'm not going to hear it. I'm not going to hear it. My God's roar is the 
says, resist. Resist the devil. And he will flee from you. It does not say might. It is definitive. It says he will. Resist him. How do we resist him? I speak this out of my mouth. I don't just think it in my head. I just don't like assume that I know it and just like quote it. Read it. Put it in your eyes. Speak it out. Let your spirit hear it. It is so important that your spirit hears you saying the word of God. The scripture tells me, build yourself up on your most holy faith. How am I going to do that? This is faith. Jesus is faith. The word is faith. It is living. It changes things. It is active. I will build myself up in this. I will build myself up. I will read the word. I will speak the word. I will only have people around me who know how to do the same. And then I take that strength and I go to a hurting world. But I have got to build myself up in my most holy faith first. And then I go, what does the scripture say? Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel and make disciples of men. We have a responsibility. It is serious. If we are wishy-washy in our own faith, can you disciple people? We need to build ourselves up according to this precious living active word of God. And then we have something to offer that brings healing, that shows love, that brings strength, that helps a hurting world. There is no other answer. This right here is your divine compact. This right here is your divine security. Here's a situation. I'm not getting social or political. But you know, when we first heard in our consciousness about the coronavirus, what did that produce in people? Fear is fear of God. No. What's the only way that fear can get in? It can only get in into a mind that is not renewed. You see that? So people responded in fear. Okay, well, in one way, You know, it's good that people ran to the scriptures. It's good that people ran to word-speaking people and word-believing people. Well, then the vaccine comes along. 
What have you noticed that's happened since the vaccine came along? You know what I'm hearing? Oh, I have the vaccine. I don't need to worry. I'm not preaching against people who got the vaccine. I'm not preaching that. God can use medicine. That is a personal choice, and you shouldn't be speaking to anybody about what they should do in any situation like that. But here's the deal. Now that there is a vaccine, is it time to get lazy again? No. We are in the end times. Do you think there are going to be more challenges? Do you think there are going to be more difficulties in the world? Yes. The Bible tells us it's so. Do you think that every end time challenge is going to have a vaccine? So, what's your solution? It is to build yourself up in this holy, live, active, living, full of the Jesus flesh, flesh. He came to the world and he showed us how to walk. He showed us what to say. My word tells me that he will be a word telling me which way to turn, whether to go to the left or the right. My word tells me that the word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. I can depend on that in every situation. My word tells me that he counsels me with sound counsel and a loving eye upon me. My word tells me that he answers me before I even ask. So you see, not all the situations are going to have immunization answers. The devil is constantly looking for a way to trip you up. The only way that can happen is if we step off the word. My word tells me that he will not allow the fowler's snare to trip me up. So I can be confident in that. Hallelujah. This word, and this word alone, is my eternal protection. This word brings the glory of the Lord into my life, into your life. You want to experience the glory? You want to experience the glory? Know it. Eat it. Devour it. Abide in it. Get it in front of your eyes. Get it in your ears. Speak it out. Don't move off the rock. This is the rock. The word. 
Jesus, the Word made flesh among us and in us, powerful, active, sharper than any two-edged sword, the living, active Word of Jesus. Do you know what happens in the spirit realm? Do you know what happens in the spirit realm when you speak out the word of God? It is a shield. It is a banner before you. It is an impenetrable bubble around you. It is a field, a force field. The word is like fireballs going out of your life aimed directly at the target aimed directly at the wiles and schemes of the devil to put them asunder. It happens in reality. I'm not talking about a picture. You see what I'm saying? I'm not talking about some picture. The word out of your mouth is truly an active force in the spirit realm that shatters the wiles of the enemy. It would be like having a machine gun. Hallelujah. So I'm thinking, is there anything else the Lord wants me to tell you today? I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> but I guess it's good. I guess it's good. What are we going to stand on? Hallelujah. Lord, I pray for every person here. I thank you, Lord, that the word rises up strong, strong within our lives. That we release the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah. We will not shrink back. We will not stand in idleness. We will not stand on the sidelines. We will effect change. We will bring the change of the word to our lives, to our friends' lives, to our communities, because we know that the Word is the infallible, incorruptible seed of the living God, alive and active, to bring its full harvest. And we will see the revival. We will see souls brought in. We will see disciples made in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And right now, I command every demonic force trying to work in the lives of our people here every enemy of God to bow in the name of Jesus I command you to bow and I speak life I speak the word of life into their lives do you know that you have angels what do the what does the word say about the angels it says they go forth what do they go forth according to? The word of God. 
they hearken unto the word of God. You want to employ your angels? Employ your word. Because if you don't employ the word, they're just going to stand there. And then when they hear the word, they're going to go forth. And it says that they will bring the harvest to the heirs of righteousness. That's every believer in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right, so we're going to accept our tithes and offerings. And we're going to take communion. And one thing I would so greatly, 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 greatly appreciate is those of you who have received the book that was gifted to us from Kathy in Arizona, I need you to please send me pastorlisamarie at gmail.com a thank you. Does the word tell us to be thankful? Yes. I need you to send it to me and I will put them all together and send them to her because she has truly blessed us and if you read it, you're going to be truly blessed. Okay. Okay.